did, but it just fixed it. So. Well, now we are recording. What do you say we do a podcast? With you? My brother literally just texted me smoke. (laughs) (laughs) As I literally just started a podcast. Um, Or whatever it is we're doing here. Oh, we're just two friends having a great time. Having some sex. That's after. Live on the air. I think there's a website for that. (laughs) There is. It's like Chatterbait and all them. I've thought about it. Have you ever thought about just starting yourself up with like OnlyFans or something just for fun? No. <laughs> no, I have not. Just for just for no. shits. <laughs> just for shits and giggles. No, man. I've always said that like my million dollar idea is this idea called spaghetti toes, where <laughs> I just take pictures of my feet in just various forms of pasta. It doesn't have to be spaghetti, different sauces and stuff, reds and whites, a vodka sauce every now and again. All right, as an Italian, I have to ask you a question. What? Are you eating the pasta after? God, no. Who would do that? Have Uh, you seen my feet? Okay, so I'm just, well, a lot of people, to be honest. If they're paying for that, then yeah, they probably eat the (laughs) pasta. I would eat the pasta. I'd do it. It'd be a once a month thing, right? I'll just raffle off the pasta. We'll see how big we can get the pot. And I was just like, yeah, and the winner of this $5,000 bag of foot pasta goes to uh, Foot Eater 999 Slayer X. Cool. <laughs> then I'd be at my house going, what? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Big winner! Second week in a row, baby. Hell yeah. Um, What do you think of the shirt, man? Shirt's hot. Shirt's hot, right? Shirt's pretty hot, man. Oh, dude. Oh, I got them. I actually wanted to surprise, because they came in on Saturday, and I didn't even, uh, um, I didn't even tell you. I actually walked into your house, yeah. and you were like, oh, damn, but let me tell you what, dude. Um, I didn't think it would be amazing quality, but uh, it's uh, it it came out really, really fucking good, dude. I'm super pumped. I'm super excited about it. Personally, I think I think it's sick. I know my headset's off. Well, you like kind of stopped talking into the microphone. Oh my! So I was just like, oh, what? The fuck? I can't because I I the only thing I can hear is, like muffled. Yeah. This fuck it, my headphones. Oh, there is. All right, just die. Don't move. Okay. <laughs> don't okay. Move don't move nothing. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, dude. So I got this. Yeah. Another 32 bit with like the uh, and the other, you know, what the tiny logo on the top right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, and I brought this one in the package, so anyone can kind of see how they come. But let me tell you what, dude. If you're uh, looks hot. If you're gonna order this and expect to wear it the same day, definitely don't. I'm I thought that's right why now. you brought it in the bag so we could all experience I that. Did. That's exactly that what I did. Stick so I'm, gonna, together. I'm gonna give it to you. I want you to now. I just want to say it's not horrific, but it's definitely a factory smell. Okay, and it's it's not you know what I mean. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So it's not something that sticks. Not something that sticks because I have. I just caught fucking COVID. I That's just, yeah. I, I you wash the shirt and then you wear it. All right. I just want to let anyone know this. And then obviously we got the mugs here. You can see fishes there, right there. Yeah, that's a dude. That's a nice, anyone watching on Spotify or, or SoundCloud or, or listening, I guess, isn't gonna be able to see it. But what's why you should go to? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, that's why you should go to the Patreon so you can see what we're talking about here. But it's fucking sick, that right? Came out sharp as fuck. Dude. Yeah, and like like we were talking about earlier, we were kind of worried that it was gonna yeah. be like kind of washable bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's fucking high quality shit, man. It's it's sick. It's it's awesome. Yeah, it genuinely is. That is that is really really cool. Yeah, and then the mugs too, man. I'm telling you right now because we were talking about this before these even came, like it being like that kind of like bullshit material with, yeah. with mugs that you you end up putting through your fucking dishwasher if you're rich, and then. 
<laughs> and then uh, just all that shit washes right off. But no, these things are sick, man. So I'm yeah, no, and they came out a great, absolutely great quality. I love the gloss finish on that and everything. Um, I didn't know what to expect when I was getting this merch. I was genuinely interested, and now I'm seeing it and I'm I'm feeling it with my own. I am so happy with that, especially this 32 bit design. This is the money maker right here this yeah. fucking logo that is that yeah. is nice and i know what you're thinking if you're sitting there you're listening to this podcast you're going josh you're doing a whole lot of visual shit on this audio medium what the hell man i want to see these shirts too well you fucking can you can go to our patreon you can subscribe to that you can get the entire video feed to this podcast plus two bonus podcasts right uh we're doing Two podcasts a week regularly, and if you're a Patreon subscriber, like I said, you get a bonus podcast. Or the other way you could see this merch is if you want to just go right to the Fish Guy Media merch store, maybe throw a little bit in your cart and uh, and make it happen. Because I'll tell you one thing I did on purpose with my merch was I made it cheap. Yeah, I made it fucking cheap and available, and that's why I'm so actually happy about this quality because it's like I took it – okay. I didn't take the cost out of the shit that I was buying. I didn't take it out of the material. I took it out of my profit. I literally make next to nothing on any of my fucking merch. I just want to get it out there, which is a very far cry from a lot of the merch stores I visited trying to get an idea of price points. Yeah. I was like, all right, what are streamers typically charging? What are YouTube people typically charging for their stuff? What thirty five dollars for a shirt? Forty dollars for a shirt for your yeah. favorite fucking YouTuber? Blow me! Are you serious? I saw some people upwards of sixty five bucks for a shirt to support somebody's stream. Dude, I'll tell you right now that motherfucker's making a fifty five dollar profit margin. Don't buy that shirt. Yeah. Don't buy that shirt unless it's made of fucking gold. Uh, I mean, that is just that's that's uh, that's that's uncouth that's the only <laughs> word i can think of right now. i mean that's just that's that's that that that's a scam well i mean i think i got what seven shirts and two mugs ah. for 142 which yeah is a sweet fucking deal yeah no seven shirts you get that deal at walmart you know what i mean you yeah. get fucking you know you'll get seven shirts at walmart for you know a hundred these shirts are actually cheaper than walmart because the the shirts at walmart are like what like 18 20 bucks i think these oh ones yeah like, just the standalones yeah these ones are like 15 each and if around there around see if you're a number, cheap fuck like your boy you buy that seven pack of shirts yeah yeah, I should definitely uh, go down that alley. But no, but man, you're right. My T-shirts are cheaper than the T-shirts you get at Walmart. So for all your back-to-school affairs, no. I need you to go to Fish Guy Media merch, and I need you to get all these sweet 32-bit arena T-shirts. I need you to get the Fish Guy Media logo T-shirts. I need you to get the mugs. I need you to get the 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 the, 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 the mouse pads. I need. What else do I have on there? I got I got uh, uh, sex toys, got accoutrements. You got, I got a hoodie hoodies. on there. You, uh, what you need, and I'm actually I'm glad that we're here doing this today. Because I have a gripe with you, sir. You need to find out about hats. I can get a hat. Yeah, you should. Because let me tell you what. So okay, know, I'll actually I tell you why right I now. didn't do hats. Uh, because the only way they would offer me hats is if they were embroidered, and none of my logos look good embroidered. Okay, embroidered logos typically look yeah not yeah not, not. And, like because they only gave me like four like I could only use up to like four or five colors in the embroidery, mm -hmm. and my logos got like seven or eight. So yeah. it's just like you end up 
I mean, you, it, it just uh, it looks like a fucking monster. Yeah. Uh, so that's the literally the only reason I didn't do hats. Um, yeah. I mean, at some point, you know, hopefully some hats in the future, something like that. Yes. That'd be, that'd be something really cool. And I got some I cool T-shirt designs coming down the pipe too. I got yeah. some pretty cool ideas. Now, here's the thing: I didn't know art costs a little bit of fucking money. That's yeah. it's a fucking thing. I think. Uh, uh, I think what I'm gonna do is what is that uh, fucking. Um, the website called uh, that you just go and you find people for like Fiverr. Fiverr. I was thinking about going to like Fiverr and just like giving someone like 40 bucks to just like make me a muzzle or X logo. Yeah, no, you absolutely should. So that's how I've done all my, my logos and stuff is through Fiverr. But now that I want to get more into t-shirt design stuff, I want to learn how to do it myself because I don't like farming easy shit like this out to people on Fiverr. I know at its core, if you know what you're doing, you can knock out a logo every 20 minutes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it's it, like so. I know at its core it isn't hard. I just need to learn how to do it, and I'm not going to spend that forty dollars ever again. Yeah. I'll I'll go and I'll buy the assets myself, and I'll make it myself. But see uh, me, I'm lazy. I'm a piece of right. Shit. That's, I will throw a fucking. I will throw two twenties at someone's face and be like, "Give me a logo." And yes. When they give me a shit, one of them will be like, "I deserve that," and I'm going to carry on. Yeah, and I probably should be the same way because you know you can ration out your time better or whatever but i you know i don't give a shit enough well it depends on what you like your uh, time spent on and to be honest with you um i've been spending a lot of time on finishing better call Saul. look at that transition ladies and gentlemen let him hear round of applause muslord x with the smoothest transitions now that is a smooth transition but the only reason it is a transition is because i've been dying to talk about this gotcha okay because the other day on stream you said i heard it was shit right and now let me just talk about better call Saul here for a moment for those of you who don't know first of all i'm not going to spoil anything because i'm not a piece of shit but Eh. <laughs> it just gave me that's an arguable, you know. That's an argue. He's kind of a piece of shit, which I can agree with. But Better Call Saul is the uh, um, series that was brought on from Better Call Saul or Better Call Saul. Jesus Christ, Breaking Bad is what I meant to say. Saul was a character on Breaking Bad. Series just wrapped up with the series finale, and let me tell you what, dude, I fucking love. I love the series finale, and. Reason is, is again, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but let me tell you what, dude. They wrapped it up in a way that I can kind of like. I think back when that fir- that show first started, like 2013, I yeah. want to say, I remember sitting in my living room, fucking alone when I was however old I was, and just watching Better Call Saul on the TV, and because that was the only place yep. I could get it at the time when it first came out uh, at 10 p.m. every Wednesday night. And they wrapped it up in a way for those people who did it like me, like they had so many callbacks that were just so, you know, just subliminal. See that. Okay. So that was actually, I didn't hear it was bad. I heard it was disappointing. Yeah. And I heard it was disappointing because they leaned into fanfare like that. Mm -hmm. And instead of just devoting those resources and that time and that creativity to wrapping this thing up even better now i've never seen it i've i didn't even finish breaking bad uh, i i like i have made it three episodes into breaking bad and i said nah yeah this ain't for me uh and every time i say that people just fucking what <laughs> yeah How? and it's mostly for that reaction i love that reaction <laughs> i love getting that shit out of people oh my god i've watched all of game of thrones sometimes i tell people i don't even watch game of thrones <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Because I just fucking love that argument yeah. so much. How didn't you watch Game of Thrones? I don't know, man. I wasn't that. I actually really didn't even hear much of it. Like, is it good? Game of and what? <laughs> they lose their shit. They watch them go fucking red faced and angry and sweaty, and they just yeah. Ah, haven't you watched fucking Breaking Bad? It was the greatest show ever. Have you ever heard of El Camino? Fucking uh, uh, no. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. You see, I'm not gonna just do that up. to you, but I am gonna say you should watch it because uh, let me tell you why you got bored of it. Vince Gilligan, the creator of Breaking yeah. Bad and Better Call Saul, he is great at showing you the boring shit. So if you yes. if you think back on other crimes, <laughs> he's great at boring the fuck out of no, you. No, <laughs> I swear to God, the boring shit, which is the most interesting shit. Yeah. If you watch, you know, I know you watched Boardwalk Empire yes. before, Narcos. Um, I you can even put Dexter into this category, I guess. Um, shit like that, like it doesn't show you like. It'll, it'll show you the part where he's sitting outside and then sees the person walking yeah. in the house and they're like, okay, now I got the information I need. And then they leave. And it's like Vince Gilligan will give you a three minute long epilogue yes. almost of just them pulling in and just sitting there for like, you know, you can see the sun Shots going that are way too long. And yeah. then just sitting there eating sandwich because it's boring. Yeah. When you do that shit, 90% of the time, I'm not a criminal, I can only assume, but 90% yeah. of the time, it's fucking boring. No one likes to do that work. No one likes right. to sit there and actually scope it out, which is why a lot of people get caught. <laughs> 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 they get bored. They say, fuck it. I mean, how many cameras can they really have? <laughs> As it turns out, it was a dozen. <laughs> it was a dozen cameras, <laughs> and you got seen by all of them. <laughs> Him saying that was on camera. <laughs> we actually recorded it. It, it, it. We are going to play in court. <laughs> and Courtney's like, I, I, that wasn't me. He's like, Sir, your honor, <laughs> how many cameras can they really have? And then he went through the door yelling, Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> you should see on three different shots. How many cameras could they really have? How many cameras could they really have? How many cameras could they really have? <laughs> 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 the Law and Order theme song starts immediately. <laughs> what have you been into, my man? Uh, well, is that all you had to say about Better Call Saul? Uh, yeah, mostly. I mean, uh, like I said, if you haven't watched it, definitely. I okay. fucking recommend it. Because especially if you're like me, I love the small things in movies and TV yeah. shows. Like, dude, I'm telling you, when I see, you know, a, a bullet in with a, a name written in it in season one, and it makes a you know it's appearance in, the, in season five. In yeah. Season five, but it's in the background. I fucking love that shit. Right. I know I'm weird for it. No, but, I get hey, that. That's me, man. Um, and so that's why I have been recommending the show to uh, the Bear on FXX to literally everybody uh, because me. there's a lot of that that goes on. Uh, and yeah, now if you're behind and you haven't watched the bear yet, you need to shape in your life up and you got to get on Hulu and binge the entire fucking, you will do it in one sitting. Uh, and it's this show, uh, the, this, this kid inherits his brother's restaurant. Uh, he's like one of the best chefs in the world. His brother kills himself and just randomly leaves him his restaurant. He's just like, this is now yours. And so this kid who's like the best up and coming chef in the world now has to go back to downtown Chicago to run a hot dog stand. It's fucking brilliant. It yeah. is every piece of uh, just all every the the way it's shot the way it's written the characters and the, how they're casted uh uh the 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 uh, the what do you the fucking setting the place it's in i mean everything was so perfect i have literally 
no gripes for the show other than there wasn't fucking more of it. Yeah. I watched the first episode thinking to myself, all right, I'm going to watch one episode. I'm going to go to bed is what it is. We're going to wrap up the night. I, it's four o'clock in the goddamn morning. I'm wrapping up season one going, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. How isn't there more of this? I mean, and thank God it got greenlit and immediately for season two. Uh, it's the acting is just so far. It's next fucking level. And what's uh, really cool. I'm sorry. I keep no, cutting you off. Good. What's really cool is that uh, it's um, uh, uh, Jeremy Allen White from Shameless. That's what I was going to uh, say. Yeah. He is the only fucking actor in the show you would recognize. This is all the next generation of actors, and it's fucking wonderful to see what they've done with this because it is so fucking next level. It is so, I mean, it's on the surface, it's a show about cooking, uh, but in reality, it's a show about passion. And it, like, it really, I can't fucking recommend it enough, man. It's will, it'll light up fire under your ass and it, that you just describing that literally reminded me of how i was with barry like yeah and i think one thing that probably all three of those shows that we've mentioned barry um whatever bear was it the bear the bear and better calls all have in common is these um characters that have like a talent or something that they're either running from yeah. or trying to achieve you know what i mean yes and it's like or just get in tough situations it's like this guy's the best Chef and you know yeah yeah, yeah. what could arguably be the, the world yeah yeah and he has to go back to Chicago you had the best chemist in the world yeah he started making meth <laughs> <laughs> arguably the most the best con man ever yeah became a lawyer yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I mean I think that's awesome and that's what happened with Barry man I literally sat down and was like oh, I heard Bill Hader's in the show I like yeah. Him. And then I was like, oh, that's Bill Hader. And then I was like, what happens next? <laughs> and then. And what I love about Bill Hader is that you can sit there and go, oh, that's Bill Hader. But it's net, like Bill Hader is wildly different in everything you see of it. Oh, yeah. A lot of his sketch comedy, which I've recently gotten into, uh, you like if you go in there thinking like, oh, this is the guy that plays Barry. No, it's fucking not like it's lit it's the same fucking physical human, but it ain't the same guy. Like yeah. it's insane the transformation he takes over uh even if it's just through short comedy skits he becomes a totally different person like you can't tell like with key and peel if you watch a key and peel skit you can like i mean they play different characters very well but it's rooted with keegan michael key and jordan peel yeah. you don't get that with uh uh, uh bill hater bill Hader. i mean great, he is a phenomenal scene a great scene that i can <clears throat> think of when you're talking about that is when I don't want to spoil it too much, but when something happens, he kills someone he doesn't want to kill, and then he ends up having, like, an anxiety panic attack over it. And I don't know anyone who has ever dealt with those things before in their in, in their life, but the yeah, way... you ever kill somebody and just have a fucking panic attack? Yeah, I mean, maybe twice, but... It's just the way he could betray that. It's like, wow, Bill Hader's having an anxiety attack and they're fucking recording him? Help him! Yeah. Do something! Like, why are you just letting him freak out like this? And the funny, the uh, the irony about this situation is Bill Hader literally was on Conan O'Brien and was talking about the fact that he did not prepare himself nearly well enough or at all for that role because he was so fucking in, like encapsulated by the 
directing, the producing, the writing of it, and and that is what I think is so incredible about my boy ba- Bill what Hader. What is incredible about you, sir, is that you can keep this going while I'm looking for a fucking my lighters under the shirt. I was gonna say, yeah, I thought that's what you were looking for, but oh, I didn't want to interrupt. Hilarious. But yeah, like like I said, Bill Hader, I can't fucking say enough about that guy, man. I mean, he is just yes. Uh, next level. And if this is the prime example as to why you want the video feed, because you get the brief video of me just wandering around <laughs> the studio and then giving Muzz just the fucking riff signal, you know, and just fucking riff for just a little fig- while. Figure it out. I need to find fire so I can light a cigarette because <laughs> this, this conversation will go great over a smoke, you know? <laughs> yeah, Fuck. exactly. I don't know, man. And like I said, um, for me personally, I I, uh, I fucking love TV shows, dude. I love. Movies. I do too. And so I actually had this conversation on stream the other night. It's do you like TV shows or movies more? Uh, I love TV shows because you get so much more depth of character. You get so much more involvement. Yeah. Uh, in some of the characters' lives, whereas a lot of people are like, no, nah, I I'm a movie guy because I like to just get it done. Like I don't want to have to wait years to wrap up the story. You know, and I kind of get that where it's like. There's a lot. I mean, the, I can tell you right now with the bear on FXX, this is going to be one of these shows that I have to sit here for at least the next five years yeah. and wait for the next fucking thing. And the problem is, is that by the time that next season comes out, I will have forgotten completely about how much I loved this show. But that's the best part. It's not, It can be, but it can't be because there's a lot of shows I simply haven't revisited that I know have a killer season two, like uh, Altered Carbon on Netflix is a great example. Example. I loved season one. I had to wait two years for season two, and now it's so far off my radar that I'm just like, ah, you know, it had its moment. I'm good. See, for me personally, like waiting so long for like Peaky Blinders, yeah. it's like I personally love that because it's like you end season five and you're like, what the fuck? I gotta wait. Yes. And then you forget about it. And then you know, you're surfing the internet one day, maybe looking up some TV shows that you want to watch that day, and you see, oh, Peaky Blinders is coming out soon. You're like, fuck. So I re- go back, I rewatch some stuff that I really, really loved about that show. Season six comes out, and I'm like, holy fuck. So, yeah, I mean, I get that, but at the same time, I also feel like because of the way a lot of TV shows are shot and presented now, uh, you're just, you're always left on that cliffhanger at the season yeah. finale. So it's like, it would it's like you hit the climax of the movie and then the movie ends you know what yeah. i mean you'd be like well wh- why do i have to wait a year to literally see how the rest of this scene plays out so, like so and it's like again it loses me it it loses the momentum of the show because then i do have to go back and i got to rewatch and even if you can get yourself back in that frame of mind you were originally in, it's not like the first time you're you were experiencing it. It's not yeah. like you're you're having that same emotional reaction that you did, uh, and now you get to see the resolution, and you know your emotional cycle is completed. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you've got to fucking you get to the the oh shit anxiety moment, and then you're left for maybe that's why our society is so fucking angry all the time. 
I mean, maybe it's because yeah. we're just left on so many cliffhangers in our lives that we've just got all this pent up anxiety. Mm-hmm. Just like what happens to that bitch? And you just punch yeah. somebody in the face. You know what I mean? Like you're not actually angry at that person. Your subconscious is pissed because you've got about 30 different storylines going in your head that need to be finished. Like <laughs> they've all been left at a critical moment. That's you know? a, that is a fair point. You walk around with just pent up anxiety, but, yeah. but you know what? You can make the argument like, Dexter, I don't know if you've watched that through or, or whatever, but the one thing that's always fucking bothered me about that show, season, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, episode one, you get your your fucking, oh wait, who's the villain? Episode three, that guy's the villain. Episode six, eight, whatever the fu- whatever how many episodes there are in in the in the season. That guy dies. That guy gets arrested. That guy gets yeah. caught. Whatever it is, and then it's like zero cliffhanger. Dexter's like, I'm a serial killer, and I'm still not caught. <laughs> what yeah. do you think I'm gonna do next, guys? Wait a year and find out. Like, Pro- probably serial kill some yeah, more. Probably kill more people. And yeah, somehow, can't wait to see it. Somehow come across another yeah. serial killer that somehow knows yeah. about somehow you. come across this next crazy storyline that's gonna just blow away all of what we knew in society. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. This will be interesting. It's like great. Like the awesome. We're gonna be holding babies off of yeah. skyscrapers like fucking Lion King. Wasn't that a thing in Dexter? Didn't they do that yeah, at one yeah. point? Yeah. It's literally like, yo, the whole PD can just figure out who you are. Your your sister, who's a, apparently the greatest detective ever made, can figure out who you are. But some serial killer. I hated her so much. Wanders into Miami, and somehow figures out that you're creating yeah. bodies that you're dumping in the ocean. Figures out that it's you, somehow. Oh, and because then- we're serial killers and we all know each other's work. Blow me. That's yeah. that's the most ridiculous what, you're, shit you're I've in ever a heard. Convenience store, and you see the way that the guy takes the milk yeah. off the shelf. He's like, he's done that before to yeah. someone's throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you know when a cop walks into a restaurant and he can kind of like recognize another cop because oh yeah shit okay his backs against the wall he's like, doing all the typical cop shit. It's like all right that I bet you that guy's a cop. That's what serial killers do. They're just yeah. like you know that guy's looking a little bit too much at that pile of uh, steak over there. I bet yeah. you he eats people. Yeah. I fucking bet. I've seen that look before. I think that's how Dahmer was caught. I'm not going to lie. He was just in a, in a store and he was like, look at all this thigh meat. And they said, what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> and then they arrested him. <laughs> I meant chicken meat. So yeah. all of this non-human chicken meat. I've never eaten human. Deborah, want to come over later? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. Oh, he's eating males, actually. That's so fucked up. Just eating people. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, where have we landed now? Um, Jeffrey Dahmer. And people not let me tell you one thing, by the way. Society has changed because back in the eighties or whenever the fuck that guy was eating people. Oh, this is gonna be the most old man yelling at the sky <laughs> rant you've heard today. No, and it's no, not even for me. Let me tell you what. This motherfucker had this dude tied up, had blood all over him, was trying to murder him and eat him. Dude somehow escapes and run ups to two cops and tells him what happened, and they just go bullshit. And then, it, and then that's amazing, isn't it? How many yeah. people are just willing to do, uh, because that happened to a girl. She got kidnapped. She escaped after like months of being in captivity or no, it was the story in Gloversville like fucking a year ago. 
Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. The chick was being held in somebody's basement. She yeah. finally escaped after like a month in captivity. She ran down to a convenience store just covered in blood and, I mean, tattered clothes. Looked like she'd been in captivity for a month. And she runs up to the manager. Is like, yo, call the cops. I need help. And the manager was like, no, you don't. Yeah. And it was like, what the fuck? Dude, how do you do that, man? I, to me, it's like, if I'm those two cops, even if I don't believe that guy, you still should do a little bit of... You know, yeah. Look around a yeah, little bit. Yeah, don't just dismiss him. You yeah. Know? Like, what if he's right? What if the the one in a billion chance that he's right, and he actually did get kidnapped? You got the guy murdered. You may as well. You just, made your career. You yeah. know. <laughs> you know what I mean. You may as well just take the guy, get his ID, yeah. call his family. I don't know. Do something. Yeah, I would chase it down just for the fame in case it was real. You know yeah. what I mean? Or just, just say, I don't believe you, bro. Let him br- let him, let Dom bring him back to the house. Kick the door in an hour right. later just to see what's happening. Maybe, right? Maybe they're just sucking some dick. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're just sucking some dick. Well, that's what John, he literally was like. No, we're just gay. This guy is drunk. And they were like, oh, believable story. That's why he's blah, bloody and all fucked up. Of course, that makes sense. People do this all the time. Yeah, of course. Gay people, you know, how they just beat the shit out of one another. Typically, when I have sex, you know, if there's no blood, there's no sex. That's what those cops were thinking. They were just like, well, there's all sorts of punching and hitting when I have sex. So I I see nothing wrong here. Go about your day, sir. That's why I'm a cop. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I actually love police. Don't don't let don't let what I just said offend anybody too much. Well, what you just said right there probably offended a few people. See, now we're on this fucking track. Let's talk about race relations with police. Police department. No, you let's not. No, is uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. You know how uh, yeah. I told you how great that game was. Yes, take it all back. <laughs> I take everything I've ever said. Good about that game. Just put it in a dumpster. <laughs> what happened? I mean, you Just went from game. dude. You went from like this is in my top five of all time to. This game is dumpster worthy. I mean, almost overnight. So what happened is, uh, I, I mean, literally last week, I could probably pull up the sound clip where you were talking all sorts. Of, oh my god, this game so is great! I, I bought it. I, I re-downloaded it. I started playing it again, and I thought, wow, was I high the entire time I was playing this? The fuck happened here? I, I don't know what it is about that game. I, I genuinely don't know, but or just games in general now. Where, like, you walk up to somebody and they're like, by the way, this guy wants to murder you. And you're like, why Why does this person want to murder my character? Yeah. And then you just go and murder them first. It's yeah. like, well, why did he want to do that? And then it's like, by the way, this guy's looking for you. And you're like, why? why and how do look- you know? Yeah. Why don't you tell him not to? Yeah, like, do you know him personally? Because honestly, I would. I we'll have a conversation. I'll kick your ass and send you back to him. Yeah. Tell you tell him I'm gonna kill him. Yeah, just let's just sort it out civilly. Yeah. I don't need to go find this guy in a fucking roadway and stab him in the throat for apparently no reason. Yeah, like, and that is the entire beginning of that game. You're just sitting there going, "Yo, why does this guy want to?" Uh, I just killed him. I I don't know the answer to that now. Yeah. Like I just eh, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's amazing how like linear Ubisoft games are. Where like you would even think basic questions like that would get answered. Like, yeah. Why does this man want to kill me? And Ubisoft's like, nah, nah. Move on to the next one, dude. Don't think, just kill. That yeah. is what we play our games for. All right. Have you ever played Ghost Recon? Have you ever played The Division? Don't think, just kill. Blood, blood, blood. Blood, 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 blood. Yeah, so I mean, all I've been playing recently is fucking CSGO, so I tried to like kind of 
I don't know, slip something else in there, kind of, you know, get a little little different game in there. Because yeah. like I said, all I've been playing is kind of CSGO and War Thunder, which I have no no gripes with either, other than the community on CSGO. Fuck all you people. <laughs> but, um, you know, so I wanted to slip something else in there. But, um, uh, yeah, man, it, it, was, it was fucking tough playthrough. But I saw you've been playing fucking Portal 2 a lot. I've been playing Portal 2. I've been playing Rumbleverse. I w- Listen, man, I would sit here and suggest Rumbleverse to you. And I even still might suggest Rumbleverse. I probably will suggest. I, you know, you should play Rumbleverse. Okay. Uh, mm. beca- right, I felt so- like an Ubisoft. <laughs> 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 no, so I got into Rumbleverse a little bit. So, and this is... Uh, my synopsis as follows. Uh, it's like a WWE wrestling battle Royale. It's yeah. on the surface. It's cartoonish. It's fun. It's fast paced. It's wonderful. It is genuinely a great time when you play it with your friends. Uh, there's only singles and duos right now. Uh, the core gameplay mechanics work well enough for a game that's still in early release. Um, and it's because of that genuinely a lot. And this is the thing that made this game fun for me. Everybody thought I was going to, try this out and immediately hate it because that's what I do to battle Royales. But this one stood out because it's innovative. It's different. It's fun. Uh, I mean, it's not the same formula of, you know, get the guns, get the attachments, uh, and kill the enemies or get the guns, get your guns, kill the enemies. I've, I've watched you streaming it before. What I actually thought was pretty cool about it is when you were running around, it looked like, were you picking up stuff to, like, heal yourself? Like, yeah. So, yeah, there's, like, different... Okay, so this is what I really like, is that you, there's one healing mechanic. It's food. You eat it. It heals you. Uh, and the buffs and power-up systems uh, add enough creativity and customization to the gameplay where one game you might drop in, maybe you'll buff your character all up with power buffs. Maybe you'll buff them up with a good mix of everything. Maybe it'll be health, maybe it'll be stamina. Uh, and because of this, your game will, your gameplay will vary. I mean, it's just simple as that. Uh, and there, like I said, there's enough variance in the gameplay and there's enough fun physics and graphics and shit going on to keep you into it and exciting. Like when you grab somebody on a rooftop and you swing them around and you launch them uh, and then they go crashing into a roof like a fucking superhero and you see the cracks and the, the, you know, the crater they made. It's really, really cool. It's a lot of fun. And like I said, keeps you into it and exciting. The colors are bright and they entertain. Yeah. Uh, the problem is. Uh-oh. The sweat stains came out to play in force. Now this game suffers from lack of matchmaking because it's in such early access. Yeah. Uh, now it doesn't have a huge following right now uh, because it still is kind of new and it's still picking up traction. Uh, but the players that have been there since day one are obviously a lot better than players who are just starting like me. Mm-hmm. So the issue you run into a lot uh, is that you will get thrown into servers with both literal gods at this game and literal bots. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. it's like you will be running up the fucking block and you will beat the piss out of us and you'll feel so good. And then you will get fucking worked because you kick the shit out of a bot and now an actual player who's been playing since day one knows the timing the gameplay mechanics is going to ruin your fucking gameplay experience (laughs) this man has one job and it is to make you cry it is to fuck you up so yeah the time to kill in this game is really slow because you're supposed to get into these knockdown drag out melees and they play out so well 
Mm-hmm. But when you play against a sweat stain, you watch your character get the shit beat out of him for 30 straight seconds. <laughs> it's not even like Call of Duty where you just get fucking headshot and it's over and you're like, fuck, man, that sucks. You literally watch your ass get kicked <laughs> up the block. I mean, it's you'll get thrown into the sky. You'll, I mean, it's really... I uh, fucking frustrated. You just lean back in your chair and watch your character get fucking ragged. Yeah, like, oh. dude. It's really, it, it can get fucking frustrating quickly. And it's because they, it's like they have the typical matchmaking, like rank system where it's like bronze, silver, gold, you know, yeah. onyx, platinum, diamond, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they haven't implemented it. So everybody is the lowest rank. Even if you're a fucking God, you're rank one. Even if you're a bot, you're rank one. If you're me, you're rank one. Everybody is fighting everybody. Dude, there's some games, like I won two games in a row the other night because I was thrown into two servers that were 1,000% bots. Yeah. I got, and then last night I was streaming with uh, Mr. Bo Dangler and we played six games and got worked in every fucking one of them. I mean, maybe spent four minutes in each game, like, which <laughs> leads me to my next fucking problem with this game. They got to fix the, the queue times, man. Holy shit. We'll go anywhere between seven to 11 minutes sitting in queue and then go sit in a pregame lobby for a minute and a half, two minutes. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, you're, you're spending more time in queue than you are actually in the game. Because when you get there, the sweat stains get a hold of you and just throw you through a fucking building. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you're like, all right, cool. Now time to spectate this guy while we sit in queue for the next five minutes. Is that uh, what pushed you to Portal 2? Is, is guys bringing machine guns to knife fights and, and long queue time? Dude, it really... Uh, what the fuck? I had show notes about this one. Um, but you're right, because me doing prep work. Um, no, I what brought me to Portal 2 was simply the fact that I've been wanting to play Portal 2 for literal years, and I haven't had anybody to play it with. Uh, and finally, my friend Control Ash Delete uh, decided she wanted to play it, and we jumped into it. And it might be as much fun as I remember Portal 1 being, which was one of the greatest puzzle games of all time. Like, I... So, just to, I guess, preface all of this... Um, nah, shit. I hit all my fucking notes on Rumbleverse. Good for me. Uh, anyway, Portal Two, Portal One. Uh, if you haven't played Portal One, go back and play. Have you played Portal? I haven't. No, I fuck you. Funny enough, I've I've watched um, uh, these two YouTubers back in fucking early YouTube days. They yeah. played it, but I I'm, I've been interested. But I'm I've it's I'm, a it's I'm a stupid. very yeah so it's a very challenging it's a very challenging puzzle game and the writing that goes along with it the actual dialogue is phenomenal and it's all under the guise of like a test program you're a robot you got to find your way through this fucking test program like a rat and uh and i won't spoil the ending because it's so goddamn good i think everybody should go back and play it uh that it 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 just it's it stands the test of time even mm-hmm. the graphics then were advanced for the time, uh, but it ran so smooth because it's all in confined spaces, so you don't have much load on your GPU. Anyway, uh, I forgot how legendary Portal 1 was. So Portal 2 comes out years ago. It was kind of like we were talking about earlier with TV shows. It was just put so far on the back burner. I was like, all right, who gives a shit? Yeah. I finally get to play it, and, man, I can't believe I hadn't played it earlier because it, like, immediately reminded me of that nostalgia of playing Portal 1. The writing is right back there. It, like, 
picks on you and but in all the right ways where all right this is the brilliance of portal writing me and my friend control actually to playing together you get two little fucking character people and uh the game basically talks shit to you as you're going through these levels mm -hmm. and so in the beginning uh the game is you know alluding to one of the characters doing better than the other and it kind of like starts this argument between me and ash and it was done so fucking well and then all of a sudden the game drops the bomb that ash is doing better than me and <laughs> So, so now we really start arguing and they, and I noticed the game is awarding her something called like science cooperation points. And so the moment I notice that it's awarding her these points, I'm like, okay, that's why she's doing better than me. Now the game has completely dropped the idea of those fucking points. Now that I am trying to catch up to her, the game has gone, no, fuck that. Now you don't even get the opportunity anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But now the game's talking shit to her as though she's fucking up uh, and she can't fit. And it's, I mean, it's like this game was written by psychologists. I mean, yeah. they just knew exactly what to say at what times to draw out the argument and then what people were going to be thinking I mean, and, and they were like fucking these motherfuckers are five steps ahead. You know what I mean? They yeah. are playing chess in your brain and they are winning. And that's what I loved about Portal 1 and Portal 2 is doing the exact same thing. And now that you're doing it with a friend, it's amazing. And it's really amazing. It's probably what uh, you remember that game. It takes two. We played yes. and uh, no way. Out. Yes. It's probably what kind of their goal, was, which those, those games are super fun. Let me. Let me yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Great. You know, credit to them for being so awesome. But that's probably kind of where they. But got at no point from, right? in those games did I have to sit there and try to figure out the puzzle and, and just like really just sit there for two minutes and look at the entire scene and be like, what the fuck are we missing yeah. right here? You know what I mean? Well, we've uh, done that once or twice, but specifically because we're idiots. And yeah. we're like, wait, why? Like, we're standing next to it. How yes. did we not see that? We're fucking morons. Right. And you get a lot of those moments in Portal as well, but it's you can tell they were just so craftily done, so well done uh, on purpose to kind of fuck you up or to get you thinking a certain way. Uh, and like I said, it's like this game was written by psychologists and they fucking nailed it. It was like they had test subjects play through this game and then like studied all their responses and shit and yeah. then just formulated the dialogue on it. Dude, I really, I can't suggest it enough. Uh, and then again, I mean, for as old as Portal 2 is, I mean, the graphics are, they hold right up. I mean, it looks like it came out yeah. yesterday. You know, um, let me let me say this one thing, though. If there's anyone out there that needs some test subjects for some some upcoming games, let me know. I will fucking do it. All right. Because <laughs> I was I was looking for the past like three days because I went back to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey because I wanted to play another game. Yeah. And dude, anything that I've seen so far that's coming out this year. I'm literally like, uh, why would I want to? Why would I want to play that? Yeah, like that. It's just the epitome. Yes, uh, Skull and Bones right from now. Ubisoft looks the exact same way. Dude, thank God you said that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, cut you off if you had any more mm -hmm. to say here. But um, let me tell you what. My thought. Um, because you were playing Sea of Thieves, and I yeah. was looking up, and I saw Skull and Bones, and I was like, oh shit! Like, this kind of looks like just the poster, like the thumbnail, looks like it's a, it's a, a more graphically. It just looks more like in depth yes. than Sea of Thieves, and then you watch gameplay of it, and you're like, "This is Sea of Thieves." If Sea of Thieves was bad, yeah. And I know that sounds awful, but I mean, what type of arcade bullshit are they trying to push out now? It makes no sense, dude. It really it doesn't make any sense, and it irritates the shit out of me that these developers are looking at what smaller developers are doing and trying to copy paste it, and then. Yeah. 
failing terribly. And I can already tell you that this is what Skull and Bones is going to end. It's going to fucking flop. Uh, unless they find some new gameplay mechanic that Ubisoft has never thought up before and implements it flawlessly, this game is going to flop. Yeah. Uh, they're using all the same buzzwords that they use on every one of their other titles uh, between the Division 2 uh, you know, the MMO style shit to, you know, what they were advertising in Breakpoint and uh, Wildlands. So I really, I mean, I shudder to think what this game is actually going to turn out to be. And then knowing that it's been in development for as long as it has been, uh, it's it really makes me wonder what the fuck those guys have been getting up to for, yeah. I don't know, seven years. Um, the first comment that I saw about because uh, I watched the trailer for it, and the first comment on that video for the trailer is, it's going to be really immersion-breaking when you're sailing, having a great time, and then you roll up to somebody that has a ship skin from Assassin's yeah. Creed Odyssey because they were playing yeah. in early access, and then all their characters look like another character from a different game that they have. Right. And that's probably one of the biggest gripes that I have with ubisoft games it's like stop merging all your games yes. in, in your skins and all that shit like nobody cares right like nobody gives a fuck if you own assassin or if you own yeah wildlands and you and you're playing fucking right skull and bones like nobody gives a fuck like yes we just want the game to be good and i feel like that's honest to god asking too much now no it really is it genuinely is uh and they've kind of programmed us to feel that way and uh talking about games that that are trying to just steal from smaller developers this new call of duty uh they're trying to add like an escape from tarkov style oh, you know yeah. fucking i forget what they call it quarantine mode or some shit uh and again i genuinely think this is gonna flop because it's like they're directly marketing it as a escape from Tarkov-esque deal. Yeah. And it's what I, you know, what I keep explaining to people, you know, and they're just like, oh, fish, you try, man. You're going to have this fucking, because everybody knows you and I used to be in Escape from Tarkov. Yeah. And uh, they're like, oh, you, you fucking like it, dude. I'm not, no, I'm not going to fucking like it. It's going to suck dicks. <laughs> and uh, uh, the reason being is that you can copy what is in Escape from Tarkov today and you can recreate it and repackage it and try to put it out for a AAA game and make it for broad appeal. It's going to suck in general. You, but you will never be able to copy what the fuck is going on in Nikita's head. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like when this guy, you know, uh, and for those who don't know, he's the guy who develops Escape from Tarkov, the main dev. Uh, it's his brainchild. Uh, when, you know, when he introduces the inertia system, like it's a small subsystem that does change the gameplay, but not totally. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, so what's Call of Duty going to do? They're going to implement their own little inertia system. But what they don't know is why this motherfucker is putting in an inertia system. Because two patches down the line, there's going to be another gameplay mechanic that works with it closely that is going to enhance both it and the new thing because that is the track record this game fucking has. Yeah. Call of Duty doesn't have that fucking track record. What they're going to do is copy everything like it's a really shitty carbon copy of somebody's homework, uh, but then not extrapolate on anything. So yeah. the teacher looks at it, and the teacher, being the gamers, us, are going to look at it and go, well, that's just a fucking copy, and this one sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, what it, how would you feel if you loaded up Escape from Tarkov for the first time and you got in there and you had Call of Duty Combat 
You're with, right. And somebody slide hacks through a doorway. You're just yeah. like, what? Yeah. It would literally be like, look, man, like I just wanted to loot up dorms. I wanted to yeah. you know, access some keys or whatever the fuck. And some dude just fucking jetpacked into my, my yeah. window or, or slid around a corner, fucking three sixing shooting behind yes. his back and fucking call me, you know, yeah. gamer words. Like that's going to, that's You can't. Like, I understand kind of what they're going for in the sense of, like, they don't have good ideas now. Right. They don't have fresh ideas. They don't know what to do. Yes. Because they're like, look, Call of Duty Warzone, it's like, dude, fucking Fortnite, PUBG, they're doing amazing. We got to come out with a battle royale. Yes. They don't have original ideas. That's the problem. Right. And they're, they're going to keep coming out with bullshit that's just trying to carbon copy other yes. things with having that Call of Duty twist on them, which I'm sorry for anyone who plays Call of Duty. But you probably wear a fucking helmet to work. I swear to God, the combat in those fucking games is some of the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. I literally, and I don't know why, but majority of players are fucking horrible. Yeah. I don't play that game for a year straight. I download it and then drop 20 kills on dudes that are level 5,000 and yeah. have every skin in the game. And I'm like, how are you this shit? Yeah, they're the people who have been playing since day one and they haven't gotten any better at the fucking game. You just sit there and you go, how? How have you been playing this for literally, I mean, months, like months of gameplay time and you've gotten no better than these bot lobbies? That's insane. All right, j- just to give you guys, anyone who's thinking about, what's the, what's do you know the name of the new Call of Duty? Uh, I think it's just Modern Warfare 2. All right. Well, anyone who's trying... And they're going to do Warzone 2.0. Whoever's thinking about buying this, okay? I want you to think... Anyone who's who's thinking about buying this game and who has played Escape from Tarkov in the past and is maybe thinking about buying that game because it's going to be kind of like it, imagine running up to dorms and someone knew you were coming even though that you made zero noise because they had a fucking heartbeat monitor. Yeah. You want to tell me that's a good time? You want to look and me then, in the eyes and tell me that you're going to enjoy that? <laughs> and then they don't even bother. Me? They don't even bother corner camping. They're standing in the middle of the hallway because they know as soon as you're around the corner, they're going to drop shot you. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> no. And then guess what? The guy across the fucking map is going to know that just happened. Why? Because every single bullet that he just shot is somehow a fire breathing tracer. Yes. Yes. Have you noticed the fucking laser cannons in Call of Duty? It's like if you watch a firefight from a distance, it looks like two long lightsabers just fucking going at each other. It's sad. It's really, really sad. It's a game. It's like it's the battle royale equivalent of like chicken tenders. It is for everybody. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like everybody gets to enjoy chicken tenders. This is going to be handed to you. This is a fucking experience that we can't fuck up. It will be a a good time for you as you eat these chicken tenders. You know what's great for me though is the fact that Call of Duty and Blizzard are actually kind of in the same boat right now because they're both ass. They are the boat. Yeah, they are the boat. They're the same. They own the ship they're re-releasing call of duty games pretty much under they're not even like thinking of names now (laughs) yeah that's just the next modern warfare i was like what but like blizzard is the same thing their game years ago was fucking fantastic yeah now it's absolute dog shit yeah and they realize this so they recreate classic wow yeah all right and that is why i wanted to kind of transition into this i guess i'll just blatantly say it Wrath is coming out. I know. On the 26th, and I don't know how I feel about it, dude. I'm 
I don't even give a fuck. I, I genuinely, I, I'm so far removed from world of Warcraft, that community and giving a shit about it yeah. that they can release world of Warcraft on the 26th. They could release it on the 27th, the 28th, the 20th. They could release wrath of the Lich King every day from now to the end of existence. And I would just be like, that's a solid play, dude. Good for you. You know, I mean, it's like, I don't give a shit because I remember the feeling I had when wrath of the Lich King first came out and it was the right feeling. Yeah. All right. It was great. I loved it. It was fucking all. Oh, it was everything you wanted in world of Warcraft. Now it's not, it's just the next thing that's dropping. It's, yeah. uh, it, it's their cash grab. It's their last, their, they're they are uh, fucking fighting to keep oxygen in their lungs they're drowning right now and wrath of the lich king is just another fucking hand out of the water yeah uh, i mean it's it's really uh i i i don't give a fuck i i, th I think because they've already me. ruined classic right i oh, mean yeah. you can still go buy classic and get a fucking max level character you don't need to fucking grind it you don't. Yeah. it's not classic it's it ain't fucking I, the fact that they still call it classic World of Warcraft is fucking stupid uh, because it's not. It's World of Warcraft Wrath of the Lich King fucking again. That's what they should call it. World of Warcraft Wrath of the Lich King parentheses spray paint font again. Yeah. Close parentheses. Well, I think, you know? dude, where they lose me is I think that the, the big thing that fucking was great about those days yeah. is that everybody was ass. Nobody yes. knew what the fuck they yeah. were doing. No matter who you are, I don't care yeah. anybody. Everyone was an idiot. Everyone was playing on these fucking computers that costed a thousand dollars that their parents bought them. Yeah, and it was like you you had you ran with like fifteen FPS. Oh and Jesus! 1, you were ping. lucky to have that fucking computer, man. I was running on a three hundred dollar computer that I bought that maybe held yeah fifteen FPS. I mean, yeah. I remember running around the Crystal Forest and fucking uh you know underneath Dalaran, uh Wrath of the Lich King getting no fps because of all of the bloom lighting bloom lighting fucking everywhere bloom lighting it was 2009 we loved the shit i remember going to dollar end and literally fucking i, I just remember holding yeah. w trying to get where i was going and watching tv because it would yeah. probably refresh every 15 seconds because i was so lagged out and your computers like you fucking hearthstone to dalaran your computer sounded like it was gonna hearthstone to dalaran like i mean it just fucking Literally. I mean, like, dude, it was serious. Getting in, what was it? The Chris, the purple nexus, uh, the jail there, oh, the instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Good luck walking into that motherfucker. I mean, that place. Uh, there's so many people just standing there who would overload your GPU. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. The good days of World of Warcraft when people didn't have to look up a fucking YouTube guide to get into a raid group. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was what ruined the fucking game. Well, there's a lot of we've argued about this enough, but uh, yeah, I, mean, I mean, but Mr. Bodangler did the same thing to me with. Uh, uh, with Rumbleverse last night. He sent me a video of the advanced strategies on playing Rumbleverse. Fuck that. I don't want to watch a fucking YouTube video on how to use the advanced mechanics. I want us to all sit here and figure out how to do it together because it's fun that way. No, it's not fun for some fucking cheesehead who needs to be the best at every goddamn game he plays. Swiss cheese, too. You know, yeah, you got a fucking, hole in your fucking forehead. You, gotta, you should have. All, no, I'm not going to say idiot. that. No, I'm not going to. You dumb idiot. Yeah, you dumb. Well, it's on Patreon. You should have a hole in your forehead, you cunt. I hope somebody puts it there, you piece of shit. No, you can't because it's on Spotify. I'll have to edit that out. Uh, well, maybe we'll just keep it. We'll see what happens. I, honestly, I'll keep it. It's we'll see what fucking happens. lazy editing well, uh, over we'll, here. We'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll play pieces together. If I open up, you know, my TikTok, which I just made, 
uh, you know, the, you know, tomorrow and I get some, uh, you know, death threats, I won't be surprised. I'll know exactly why. <laughs> <laughs> I will uh, get it. Yeah. I'll I'm, get it. We'll wake up and I will say, oh, absolutely. I could probably agree with all these threats. <laughs> all right. That's where I'm going to end the audio segment of the podcast. If you want to catch the entire rest of the episode, the entire full length, you can go check out the Fish Guy Media Patreon. Uh, you can subscribe for $5, get the entire unedited video copy of this, plus the remaining I don't know how long it was. Muzz was talking about meeting Bill Burr or something. Uh, it was pretty cool. Check it out.